Welcome to Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, episode 85, Web Cage. It's so sticky. May 6, 2012. That's right, it is another podcast, another episode of our podcast. Kind of late, but nonetheless. Well, actually, this, this probably won't come out until next week, so it's kind of early for us to record. <laughs> I don't know, Just Work depends. on it, get it up tonight. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, alright, so yes, uh, we are in-house, the three of us this time, for the first time in, what, about four months? So it's more, six months, yeah. Six, months. Wow, wow, I was thinking it was March, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, six months, um, Frank is back visiting for a couple weeks. Um, you know, I had to make sure we got a podcast going. So yeah, with me I have this this week I have Frank. What it do? Ah, <laughs> he stole it. Patrick. What the, what it do? The real what it do. And I am your host Jeremy. So let's get right into what we've been playing. I've been playing nothing again, third week in a row. So let's go right to Frank. That was exciting. Yeah. Well, I started actually before I go to you. I started a new job this week, uh, full time. Just getting used to it. Haven't had any time to play anything. So yeah. But you know, it's, it's blown your mind that they expect you to be there every, every now and then. And <laughs> I mean, I'm, just, know, I'm just kidding. It's true though. I mean, you know, no, um, I was late on my first day and on Friday. But no, the the hours are pretty lenient. Um, start well, I should say the start time's lenient. I have to be there like midday, but if I get there like nine thirty, it doesn't really matter. Um, so yeah, Frank, what you been playing? Well, um, I had um, some time, uh, some free time on my hands, uh, waiting in uh, airport lines and. Um, <laughs> Waiting for uh, the Avengers to start because we went to the midnight release. Um, oh, so you we knew had a, I was going to be there. Yeah, so we had a good hour and a half before the movie started. So um, pulled out my phone. Uh, been playing some Battleheart again. Um, cool. I really like the game. Um, I just haven't really played it in a while because I got I got kind of stuck on this one part where one of the bosses is pretty difficult. Um, I pretty much need to grind out a couple levels for my guys to keep progressing. Oh. Uh-huh. And uh, and pretty much when I got to that point where I got stuck at the this one boss, it was I was constantly getting new stuff and progressing every ten minutes a new weapon or something. And basically when I got to that point, it was just the only decision, the only, well, the only option was to grind, and that got kind of boring, so I just stopped playing it. But, oh yeah. You know, given the free time, I'm like, might as well, <laughs> you know. Um. And so I've actually leveled up my guys a bit. I almost beat the boss, but I think I'm almost there. Um, and then I've also been playing uh, quite a bit of Mass Effect 3 online. Cool. Uh, I think I told you on previously pod, on previous podcasts that I actually, unfortunately, bought some of the, the packs of weapons and whatnot. I, I've been pretty unlucky. A lot of the, the <laughs> things I've got with uh, my um, paid and you know this is with using Xbox points. Oh, okay, you actually paid for yeah. them. Oh, I actually like bought bought. Oh, <laughs> uh, and a lot of the ones I bought, I've just been unlucky. It's just dumb weapons I don't even use. Um, I got this uh, sniper rifle up to level three that I don't use. <laughs> I got this um, uh, assault rifle that works almost like a can- like a cannon because it shoots very slow. It's very powerful. Okay, but it has very low accuracy. I really can't even shoot anyone with it still. Uh, 
and then I got this pistol that uh, is like a heavy pistol, but it's to the point where it's you know kind of like why don't why don't I just get a good assault rifle or a shotgun oh, yeah. instead of like a really powerful pistol that shoots like four times. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it's actually kind of weird. The Mass Effect Three multiplayer has really got me hooked. Um, I got to the point now where it's uh, I'm doing uh, I believe it's uh, silver challenges. Okay. It's the mid-level ones. Uh-huh. Uh They're actually pretty challenging. Um, I'm getting to the point, though, where those are starting to become, like, where it's pretty much guaranteed I'll, I'll survive, unless I have a bad team. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm thinking of going towards the gold challenges soon. Uh, but it, it was interesting enough to where it actually completely sidetracked me from my, my thing with Mass Effect 1. Uh, oh, yeah. Just time-wise, I, you know, if I have like an hour, I'd almost rather play a couple rounds of Mass Effect 3 online. Um, but yeah, and then besides that, uh, you've still been playing Madden 12. Uh, recently, I added uh, Whedon, Whedon and Trent, I believe it's Trent Richardson to the Browns. Uh, this is kind of off video games, but for for football, recently the Browns, they drafted the oldest quarterback ever. Oh, ever? Uh, well, yeah. never to be drafted. Oh. Uh, it, but the thing is, is it's not by too. It's not by too much of a difference. Uh, Steinbach was actually. I don't know if he was drafted. Do you recall? I don't remember. You know Steinbach from the Cowboys, yeah. right? Uh, he actually started playing for the Cowboys when he was 27. So there's some precedence in that, but it's still kind of a long shot to draft a 28-year-old quarterback because. You figure if it takes him a year or two to develop him, by the time he'll be in his thirties. Yeah. yeah, and then you know. Hey, man, that's not old. <laughs> oh yeah, happy but, birthday, Patrick! Yeah, happy birthday! Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but uh, any, anyway, it's just an interesting story. They they brought him in, and then they drafted in the, with the third overall pick, uh, Trent Richardson, which is uh, projected to be a good running back. Um, so I added uh, all of their uh, draft picks to their team and just been playing them and stuff just out of interest. Um, and uh, also I've been playing Final Fantasy thirteen too some more. Oh, yeah? How are you liking it now? It's It actually it keeps me wanting to play just to level up and stuff. It's kind of it's kind of different how, how it was in the previous game. I believe in the last game... Were you able to master all the skills? Yeah, but it's, you basically couldn't do it until after you beat the game once, or, you know. Yeah, because I'm probably nine, I'm about nine or ten hours into the game, uh-huh. and already my my two characters, uh, both of them have one um, skill completely maxed out, like to level 99. Oh, wow. And they probably have a good 20 or 30 levels dispersed through their other talents. But I wonder, is it like the first game where you can literally be anything, anytime, and uh, it's not harder to level up certain ones, or is it harder to level up certain ones? Or do you not know yet? Well, it's kind of tricky, because it seems like, and again, I mean, I don't know how, from what I understand, the game's about 20 hours or something. Oh, okay. From, from what I heard, 20, 30 hours. Uh, and again, I'm like nine hours through it. It's seeming like you only have two characters to play with in, you do. Your, in your pet. Yeah, yeah. That's all you have. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you know, it makes you a little bit versatile in that your pet could be, you know, any kind of class or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, is uh, 
I, 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 you know, I think I, now that you mentioned it, I think I kind of like assumed it was going to be like the last game where the classes would, you want to stick to one class first. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I think about it, I think after level 60 or 70, they had all the spells for their uh, tree where, you know, all you're doing is uh, going more into that route, but, you know, maybe stat-wise it would be a slight, you know, difference in like, say, attack than magic, mm-hmm. but you didn't really learn any spells past 70 or something, so it was just you know, extra. Yeah. You know, in other words, I probably could have went into another uh, class. Yeah. And the stats would have been slightly different, but I would have had a lot more spells or whatever. Yeah, well, because I just remember in the first game, basically, uh, you either had to be okay at three things or good at one. It's not like you could be like, yeah. oh, you couldn't even be okay at like all six things or seven things, whatever it was. You had to, you know, you could be, but you, only after you beat the game. Well, I, I have a feeling it is a little bit looser because, you know, like I was saying, you know, you could get all the spells early on. Um, and right now the only healer I have in this in the game is um, one of the one of the first uh, characters, or sorry, one of the first monsters you could catch. Uh-huh. That's, like, been my only healer through this whole entire part of the game. And, you know, I'm beating bosses and, you know, doing everything with this little character <laughs> I got in the, you know, the first couple hours of the game. Well, if it works. <laughs> and, you know, so I figure... If I didn't, you know, if I, um, if I were to, I, I almost kind of assume one of my characters, maybe level 10 or 12 healer is probably as good as that little cat that heals for the team right now. Yeah. Um, cause it, he, he doesn't even heal that much. It, it's getting the, it's actually starting to get difficult now cause, uh, it'll take his whole, um, uh, attack bar to like maybe heal one person 70%. Yeah, I heard... So if the whole team gets knocked out, you know, I have to use a potion and then he heals. Yeah, I heard that basically your main healer throughout the whole game is the is a, a pet. Now, maybe not that particular <laughs> yeah. pet. Yeah. Maybe there's another one that you can get that's better. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, there's a couple I ran into. It's just, um... I don't think I'm strong enough to capture oh, them Oh, okay. Because they're so good at healing that I could uh, pretty much attack them and get them down to maybe 20%, 10% health. Uh-huh. And they'll use one spell and get back to 100%. Oh, so I think I'm like a couple levels away from being able to just finish them off in one go. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty annoying because uh, that one character, like, I think I could get him if I got lucky and got a couple of crits or something. Uh-huh. Or maybe not crits, but, you know, just a good attack. Yeah. One. But um, it's annoying. You could get him down to maybe 10% and they'll heal like four or five times. <laughs> and it's a long battle and then they just, the, the, the animal just runs away. Wow. But, um. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Another thing too is with the, you know, with the previous Final Fantasy was the whole story was uh, pretty, you know, linear. You're just going in one path. There was no real decision or anything. Yeah. And this one, you get to kind of jump around where you're going. Um, you could kind of um, pick to stop one storyline and just go for another. Or because of the time what, travel, right? Yeah. yeah. And so you could kind of pick which parts you want to do. When, you know, win. But it's almost like so open where sometimes it's not really clear what you're supposed to do next. Um, I hit a couple points where maybe like a good half an hour, hour, I was just wandering and trying to figure out what was the next thing. Wow. Um, parts of uh, the levels unlock here and there or like different things you need to do um, maybe aren't available right away. You know, like one mission that you'll have to finish in that zone isn't available right away. Yeah. And you'll have to do other things in other zones. But... You know, you could have, like, half a zone complete and not know that, you know, to finish a zone, you're going to have to do stuff in other zones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could spend, you know, the entire time to search the entire zone and make no progress, and then you have to go to the next zone and 
do the same deal you realize. Until, you, until you find something yeah. that's going to lock something. Yeah. But if you pick like two or three wrong zones that you know aren't going to help you progress, you could spend your whole time just kind of wandering those zones for no reason. Yeah. That's um, interesting. But I mean, again, like I said, I'm I'm kind of hooked on the leveling. Uh, the there is like points where the story gets kind of held up because you're not sure what to do. Mm -hmm. But um. Uh, it's still keeping me interested. I want to keep going. So cool. I, I guess it's not like game breakers, but it it's not as good as it could have been if there was maybe like slightly just a little bit more direction or something. Yeah. But yeah. And um. But yeah. Other than that, that's all I've been playing. Cool. Cool. How about you, Pat? Uh. Well, for me, as normal, Gears of War three. Um, what? Yeah. It's amazing. Amazing me too. Um. <laughs> I actually uh. Played a, for a couple hours last night. And kind of surprised myself, because mm -hmm. um, I, I mean, I you, you know it's on my list every week. Yeah, but usually I'm playing throughout the week. But last week it was I hadn't really played for over about a week until oh, wow. last night, and um, or the other night, and uh, so I didn't think you know like just knowing me that if I take a, kind of a little bit of break from that game. And I don't play it as constantly as I normally do. Then, you know, I, I it just takes me a minute to get back to where I was. But yeah, I kind of get that feeling too. Where like usually what I'll do is um I'll just do a couple warm up matches against like just bots or something. Yeah. Like if I really haven't played for like two weeks, I'll just do one because I don't want to go in there and like go and try to chainsaw someone and then push the wrong button right in front of them and then get shot. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> well, like what? When it comes to controls, <laughs> it's usually not. I don't really have that problem. I'll you know I usually get the controllers now, but. With with me, it's just like my like my eyes keeping up with the game speed. Like um, if I play something that's slower, my you know it's like my the thought process of playing a game is like okay, my reaction time I have plenty of time or what have you. Yeah. But then then that game the game speed speeds up and I'm like oh wait a minute. <laughs> but um, yeah, whoops, some pretty good butt last night. Oh, excuse me. Uh, played some more Sonic Four Episode One. I told you right about that that I finally got past that one part. On the casino zone. Oh yeah, yeah. You told yeah. Um. So I'm actually in the last part of the uh, game, the last set of levels before you get to uh, the final boss. Yeah, I still haven't beat that guy. Are you there? I'm on the final boss, but the boss, the final boss is kind of buggy. They made him, they made him to where you can beat him a certain way, but sometimes even that doesn't work. And if you get hit once, you're pretty much dead. And and during the, during that phase of the boss. It's something like that too with uh, that I was getting stuck on in the plant, the chemical. It's not the chemical plant, I think. It's something else, but it was pissing me off because it was like the you had to jump a certain way or something at a certain time. But like, oh, you're getting chased by something. Thing. I, if I remember right, it was just a pain. Yeah. I can't even describe it. I just remember thinking like, or it was no, that's what it was with the boss. And I finally beat him. Um. It was, and it was actually not that level. It was the boss for the the previous one in the caves, the Mystic Caves or whatever. Mm -hmm. Because it, I had a shitload of rings, but you had a you had to figure out where because he would like call the, like um, the walls to close in, but it'd be kind of like a puzzle. Oh, I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. And it's like so it didn't matter even if you had coins up the butt if because you, you it got he squished. squished it was over and it was like. Yeah, that boss took me a while. I think that originally when I stopped playing, the first time I stopped playing, I think I stopped on that boss. Yeah. Well, like I said, the original reason why I stopped was the casino zone. Yeah. So damn, excuse me. Um, 
you had to like race across these cards and, and time it and jump at the right moment. You know, but it's like it takes Sonic in this game too. For some reason, I don't know why it's, it just seems like this game to me. It takes him a minute to get going. In other games, he gets going. It was pretty like fast. It's, it's been like that in the last couple Sonic sections. Yeah, and um, so you know, you had to outrun these cards, but then with him starting off so slow, and half the time you had to stop. You had to start from a stop. You can't just run and jump and then run all across the cards. You had to wait for it. You had yeah. to time it right. Yeah. But once I got past that, it was all good. Yeah. Um, played some Modern Warfare 3 online for a little bit the other night with one of my friends. Um, still trying to adjust to that one a little bit. Uh, I kind of got used to Black Ops, and then now all of a sudden oh. everybody wants to play Modern Warfare 3, and it's Which like, is... ah. Uh, Grand Theft Auto uh, 4. I don't know why I put five, but four. Because you're anticipating it. Yeah, exactly. I've been really wanting to play this game, um, Grand Theft Auto, a Grand Theft Auto game again, and um, I couldn't remember who had it. I, I called it Frank. I'm like, did I let you over my GTA? And he's like, no. I'm like, okay. So I'm trying to figure out who it was, and I'm just sitting there, and I was like, well, screw it, because I tore my room up looking for it. Wow. And then it clicked. I was like, oh, my little brother-in-law borrowed it. So oh. I, I got it from him right away. Um, so, because I had downloaded the, the, you know, the DLC for the Lost in the Dam and Ballad of Gay Tony. Uh-huh. Never finished Ballad of Gay Tony because it was yeah. the part I got stuck on. So, um, I popped it in, played it, got past it first try. Like, you know how that goes. Yeah. And, uh, fin- finally finished it. Did all cool. the missions and finished it. Now, I really liked it, and I really like how they... Um, incorporated Lost in the Dam and well Lost in the Dam was only pretty much in one of the missions uh-huh. but Nico the main character from Grand Theft Auto 4 uh-huh. he was in more than one he, you ran across him a couple times and and it's just how they incorporated like you would like there's one mission where you're trying to um, Nico and one of the guys from Lost in the Dam was trying to um, trade off diamonds for money and it was interrupted by someone shooting, and then Nico had to try to escape the museum. Well, you're the guy that interrupted that mission. Oh, interesting. And and it, I, I didn't realize it at first that that was the same guy until the mission happened. Yeah, of course. And um, but it's funny because like you're trying to escape because you landed on the roof with a helicopter, so you had to get back to the roof and to, and fly off. Well, but while you're getting to the ladder, you hear Nico, you know, bring it. <laughs> You know, you ain't shit. And, you know, you hear him firing off pretty much the mission that you had to do prior. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it, the only thing I didn't like was um, they changed the way you finish the missions. Like, you do I, – I know I've talked about this one before prior when I was playing it. Mm-hmm. But, like, okay, so okay, you see, you, okay, you finish your mission, and then it'll pop up and say, oh, you've got – 75% of the mission complete. Uh, and they'll have a list. Like, okay, when you... See, it was a, a driving mission. Um, you can only get 50% of damage to the car. You were supposed to get four headshots. And, but it doesn't tell you that prior. It just tells you after. Now, you can run the mission again if you really want to to try to get 100%. Yeah. Whatever. I don't really give a shit. Yeah, seriously. But I thought that was kind of stupid how they added that out of nowhere. And I hope in Grand Theft Auto Five it's not like that. You know? Yeah. Um... But uh, other than that, I had extreme amount of fun playing playing it, and I loved the fact that I was playing Grand Theft Auto again. I'm thinking cool. about starting. Um, I don't know if I want to start over the whole Grand Theft Auto story, 
I actually was talking about it a while ago, but I'm thinking I might just start over the loss in the dam. Uh-huh. Just to play some more Grand Theft Auto, because, I mean, yeah, you, I can still run around and do stuff during, in the city, but it's still fun to actually have missions and objectives to do yeah. stuff. Um, cool, cool. And then my final game I downloaded was The Walking Dead Episode 1, A New Day. It's an arcade game for the 360. Um, it, the, the style of play is kind of different than normal. You get, you get choices... And the choices you pick uh, are like the, you know, it could be just be different. Like you can, um, we can try to escape now during the day or wait till nighttime. Oh. So if you pick daytime, someone might be alive, whereas if you pick nighttime, that same person might be a zombie. Mm-hmm. And you might run into a different character. So the choices you make, wow, have, that's pretty you know. Cool. The other thing is when you're talking to people, you get options to pick what, what, the, what your response could be. And depending on your responses, is if you if the person that you're the other characters will trust you, or or what they think of you. So um, like like it might be like uh, you pick this one option and it's like okay, Kenny appreciate appreciate your loyalty, oh, okay. or finds you to be a loyal person, you know, and and it, it, it's going to change the outcome come of the different parts. That's pretty cool. The other thing you do is you move around with the left thumbstick, but you have like a little box, like a um, see-through box on the screen that you move around with your left thumbstick and you can uh, get different items in the game. Uh, when you come across the first zombie that you have to do, it, uh, it's crawling after you, it, it trips you up and it's crawling after you. And so you back up and, and um, you see a, uh, you have to you know, you figure out how you're going to defend yourself. You look to the right, there's a shotgun shell. You look to the left, there's a shotgun. So you have to pick up each one, load the gun. Well, that's cool. Shoot, shoot, that's shoot, you know. But you have to use the left thumbstick to get the options of what you want to do. Uh-huh. Um, it was really interesting. I really liked it. Um, now, the thing that I have a question about, though, is there's five episodes. The other four episodes are supposed to be coming out in DLC. I just really hope I don't have to pay another 400 for each episode. Because the game, The Walking Dead, was 400 points, and it uh-huh. came with episode 1. Now, if you when you go to start to play, it'll give you the options. Do you want to play episode 1? Do you want to play episode 2? Do you want to play episode... But you know, all, all of them, it says coming soon, except for, yeah. except for you know the first one, obviously. So, I already read that they were going to bring out the rest in DLC. So, the question is, to me, is, is it just going to be free DLC? Because, no. like... Well, well, you say no, you but said, you don't know. Well, I was gonna, you said you said Walking Dead, like the game. Was that like the platform to launch the episode? Yes. Yeah. Um, I, you know, honestly, I, I would I would say I would think they're gonna probably charge you four hundred for each one. But well, maybe on like some kind of gain, if they're considering that you paid for the platform. Maybe it'll be like a discount. Well, rate. I was gonna say oh, from my experience, the only other experience I have is the uh, Final Fantasy uh, After Years on Wii. Basically, what they did is you, but the first one was uh, ten bucks, right? And that came with episode one and two, I think. And then, um, you know, in like same thing, it's like choose your episode kind of thing. Each additional episode was something like uh, uh, three or four bucks, depending on how long it was, because some were longer, some were shorter. I think the most expensive was like another six bucks. So altogether, but as in DLC or as in its own game, it was it was it, it was episode like episode one, two, three, yeah. four, and they were in the game itself. Okay, because like that's and, why they're going to do it on here. It's like okay, the Walking Dead game, 
is going to be the yeah. its basis, and then there's going to be different. Cause like I said, and you can already see where you could pick yeah. episode two or three, thing. but it says coming soon. Yeah, same thing. But and in I, the end, with the Final Fantasy one, you paid like 45 bucks for everything, but the game had enough content that like if they had released it all once together on a disc, it would have probably cost 50, 60 bucks. Well, I'm hoping that if, if it is going to be charged DLC, that it's not going to be that much. Like, at what least, at least, like, maybe, a, like, what's the cheapest you've normally seen? Like, maybe 160? 80. 180? Yeah. 80. 80. Well, I'm not, you've seen that for DLC? I mean, I've seen that for, like, yeah. the Avatar clothes, but. No, uh, cer- certain DLC, uh, the, uh, what was it? What game was that? Certain game, but anyway, yeah, 80 is the Either way, I hope yeah, it's not going to be that expensive. Well, the thing is, if, 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 if they put this out for 60 bucks with everything, would you have bought it? Probably. Now, if you're talking about five episodes at four dollars an episode, that'd be twenty bucks. But yeah, it's yeah, still it's only twenty bucks. But still, you know, I mean, like, if any, if that was the case, then what they should have done was just charge you the full amount. And a lot of games are going to this model. There's one actually um, on PC. I don't know how they're going to distribute it. It's in it's in the works right now. Um, they're doing uh, episode one one episode a week, and basically you can either pay per episode or you can pay for a subscription. Mm. And again, I guess that's the same thing. If they had said, "Hey, twenty bucks for this, or you can pay five bucks a month or five yeah. bucks an episode," I guess either way that would have been. But you know, this is a new model. This is something that's only happened recently. So. Well, we'll see what happens. Either I way, like I beat it. Um, cool. And um, the next one isn't due to come out till May thirtieth. So. Well, not too long. Yeah. Um, I got a full report on that on my blog. I haven't put it on our site yet. Uh, let's see. So that's that's all that I've been playing. Cool, cool. So, so what's around? coming out for the week of 5.6 to 5.12? You have Starhawk for the PS3. Minecraft for Xbox 360 edition for, obviously, 360. <laughs> and Street Fighter X Tekken for the PC. Cool. Uh, no release date updates this episode. So... We're about 25 minutes in, going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Back from our break, and we have news stories, as we do every week after the break. Uh, really? I'm up first, yeah, every 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 podcast. I'm up first, so if you are interested in the Microsoft uh, E3 press conference this year, easiest way to get it is now through your Xbox console via Xbox Live. Um, I'm not sure if you need gold or not. I'm assuming not, because that would kind of be like putting their own foot in their own mouth, so I'm assuming it'll be... Anybody who can connect to live, either silver or gold, you'll be able to watch it. Um, and, of course, you know, it'll be live, so check that out. Uh, and for anybody else, uh, they always do E3 online. Um, IGN usually has feeds, and if not, just Google it. You'll find you'll find a feed. Uh, yeah, E3's coming up fast. I'm excited. Um, Elder Scrolls Online confirmed for 2013. 
is supposed to be set a thousand years before Skyrim. Really? In the same area as Skyrim, too. Yeah, it wasn't Skyrim like 400 years after Oblivion or something? No, I think it was... Uh, I could be wrong. It was after Oblivion, but I don't remember how long. Um, yeah, and it's kind of funny. There was a uh, there's a stupid picture on the online. It was something like so. Elder Scrolls Online said something like uh, from uh, what was the name of the Oblivion town? Do you or uh, state? Do you remember? Morrowind. Morrow. No, that's the one before. But I think it was. You know, it might have been more. It said from like from Skyrim to Morrowind. And then, like, if you look at the map, they're actually right next to each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's supposed to be big. It's supposed to be bigger than uh, the the online... The world is supposed to be bigger than any one single yeah, well, uh, game. Well, I, and they had um, the cover for um, Game Informer, I believe it was. Or, yeah. It uh, was actually just a map of, uh, you know... I, I forgot the name of the country or the continent. Oh, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> but, um... Uh, it had all the the different countries, you know, Morrowind, Skyrim, Sealdale, and stuff like yeah. that, and um, Black Marsh, and all those known areas that you know all the previous games took place in was probably maybe like twenty percent of the map or so. Oh yeah. Um, so I mean, you know, it's it's a it's a good game to go with a, a MMO format. I mean, they have so many different roles to. You know, I mean, they don't. They don't even have to put all the countries in the first game. Yeah. You, know, you put a couple, and that leaves room for expansions. That's and, what I was gonna say. You know, it's just like they have plenty of, uh, you know, to add. And then of course they could go the route of um, that some uh, MMOs do and just, oh hey, there's this country we forgot about. Like yeah. World of Warcraft is worse about worse <laughs> yeah. about that. Oh hey, look, there's this big island to the north. Um. Yeah. So, you know, they have plenty to work with, and of course, if they ever did fill that, like if the first game had every single one of those zones full, they could just go the route of, you know, imaginary island that everyone forgot. Or, know. or hey, there's this portal to the outworld. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Then you have a whole nother role. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's uh, pretty interesting. I'm going to post, um, uh, in the media section, I'm going to have uh, pictures and video, the trailer. Uh, Frank, you said you've seen the video. It's really nothing, but... You know, um... I mean, there could be other trailers, um, but the one I saw, actually, all it did was uh, kind of show the logo. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's kind of like uh, when uh, I rem remember when Skyrim was coming out, the first trailer was just um, uh, the camera going over the logo, and it, the logo had, like, fire behind it or something. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, the, the logo was in stone or and something. And people went crazy over yeah. it. Yeah, and there was, there was, like, fire, like, in front of the stone, so you could see the, the players yeah. there. And that's all it was. So this one's kind of like that. I mean, uh, there could be other ones coming out, but from... The one I saw was just the logo, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, and they did release <laughs> they did release screenshots uh, yesterday, I want to say. So those, like I said, I'll put those yeah. up in the media too. Do you think it? Um, they're gonna have uh, anybody that took an arrow to the knee? Oh, you know that <laughs> you know that's gonna be in the it's gonna be in the game. It's it'll it'll totally be in the game. I'm just curious if they're gonna try to stick with a third person. Or I mean, I'm in first person, or they're gonna try to go like a third person. With the MMO, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be third person. Yeah, well, I mean, they're not third, but it would be interesting if they. There's been person option. Yeah, there's been people that uh, there's been MMOs that were successful in first person, uh, just none of the major ones. But so we'll see. It's very interesting. I wonder how close to the to the actual game it'll be. You know, I mean, it's an MMO. You can't keep it that close. But we'll see. Yeah. Um. So we were talking about this before the show. Uh, Microsoft is going to come out with a $99 subsidized version of Xbox. Uh, and basically what that means is instead of paying the full, I think this version is $250, uh, 
you will pay $99 and then you will have a contract with Microsoft for $15 or $14 a month. Might be 15, I might might be a typo. Um for two year contract. So basically think like you do for your cell phone. And what this comes with is you get the system, the 4 gig system, the connect and two years of Xbox uh Live Gold. Uh, we did the math, and it turns out that it's actually like three hundred sixty bucks. Yeah, it just actually comes Which down to is about kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah, three hundred sixty bucks. It comes out to about a hundred or fifty to a hundred dollars more over two years by by doing the subscription. But like I told Patrick, well, if you can't afford to buy all that at once, then it might be an option for you. Yeah, but then at the same time, you only get four gigs. So yeah, that was one of the things I was looking at because. Um, it kind of makes sense, like, we, you know, on one hand, like you're saying, you can't get it all at one time. Because uh-huh. if you think about it this way, if someone can't afford to buy two years of Xbox Live all at once, you're paying, like, what, nine, $10 a, for every three months or something? Or, uh, no, I think... Or 15 uh, I'm not sure how much that one is. I, I think even if you get it monthly, it's, like, $10 or something. Yeah. Um, so it kind of has some of a gain there. But the, then the other thing was... Um, you know, you're saying it's a four gig version. You're you're kind of limited with DLC and mm-hmm. and installing games and downloading games. But there's two options. My brother-in-law, for example, he uses he just bought a eight gig uh, mem- uh, memory stick, oh, okay. and he just uses that. So he has the okay. internal four gig plus the eight gig on the thing, and that's twelve gigs. And really, I mean, I never with with DLC and all that stuff. I never ran out of my when I had my twenty gig. The only thing is if you're downloading whole games. You know, they, they do have the cloud thing now. Too. Oh, and the, yeah, and they have the cloud. But um, I don't, I think the cloud is pretty much just for game saves, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that, that was the one thing is, is um, um, again, yeah, I guess it doesn't, you know, if you're just kind of getting into the system and not uh, using it as like your full media thing, um, the thing with me is like I've actually downloaded movies and stuff um, uh, um, from uh Zune and whatnot. Yeah. And I think like an HD movie is like almost like 8 gigs or yeah, yeah. 10 gigs. Exactly, yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, it seems like a. I mean, it, it, it kind of makes sense, you know, like you're saying for someone who couldn't get everything all at once. Mm-hmm. But then the other thing that's kind of um, a bummer is like you would think maybe two years from now it wouldn't be as good of a deal. Or maybe that last six months. Because, uh, you know, the, you could put a value on what the Xbox is and the Kinect is and True. The, the gold now, but 12, you know, 12, 14 months from now, is that value going to even be what it is now? Yeah. So it looks like actually um, the pricing for Xbox has gone back down. It's, um, you can get a one-month Xbox Gold subscription for $9, okay. but you get three months for 15 Okay. And then the year subscription on Amazon has actually gone down now. To only forty eight bucks. Oh wow! Yeah, it it was like they they just raised the price. I wonder if only Amazon is that cheap right now, because even um, getting uh, oh yeah, so yeah, forty eight bucks for a year of Xbox Live. That's not bad at all. So I guess yeah. maybe this isn't as good deals. Yeah, we were just talking about. We're able to get it all at once. It actually is. A, yeah, if if you can afford it's even, the it's even a greater, if you can afford basically the four hundred dollars, what what it'll be for everything three hundred and fifty to four hundred dollars, then do it. But if not, if you have to go the monthly route, then this is is a good option. I still say. It, it's kind of interesting though, because it almost could lean. You could see like how um, if this were to go like even further, how the Xbox or like consoles could almost be like a cable box or something where. It's more of a device for like a service as opposed to being like, I don't know, like a main 
stand like your setup. Well, that's yeah. I mean, that's true. You know what I mean? Like if it was just like a like renting a cable box for the service of video games. Yeah. Know? Well, that's yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like what um what is that uh on live? Yeah. Basically, that's what that is. I mean, you're or even like with the theoretical like Steam box. Would oh yeah. Become one day mm-hmm. if they ever do it. Exactly. Well, um, Bayonetta 2 has been canceled. Um, there's still talks about maybe doing it, but as of right now, it has been put on the game shelf. How come? Any word? Didn't really, the, the director or creator of the game was like, talk to Sega. I'm not Sega, and that was Sega's choice. So oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. So it sounds like he's not too happy about it. No. I mean, I mean, yeah, they don't usually give reasons for canceling games. Who knows? It could just be that they're putting it off for now. Um, all right, so uh, two pieces of Skyrim news. I only wrote one down, but uh, we talked about last podcast that the Kinect uh, support, support for Skyrim was coming. Well, that is live in America. Um, I cannot confirm this live around the world. Um, I know that the American version has gone live. I'm not sure if they... We're working on the American version first and then going to come out with other languages later or what. But or I should say English version, not just American because, you know, not everyone speaks English here. And other piece okay. is... Huh? Yeah, exactly. Other piece is Skyrim's first DLC has been announced. It's called Dawn Guard, but really no information about it. Yeah, um, correction. What? There is info on it. Oh. The DLC will add crossbows and snow elves. All right, you know what? I'm leaving. That's too much information for one podcast. <laughs> no, um, they basically said that uh, it has been announced, but don't expect any concrete information until E3, which I'm like, really, another month. This was on May first. They this uh, information came out. Huh? It said and this information came out on May first about oh. the snow elves and. Yeah, the... I don't know. The story I read didn't really just said that expect more news um, at E3, and I'm like, really at E3? That's still a month. What month and a half away? Month away? Uh, so, who knows? So, tell us about uh, this new this new Call of Duty game. Well, Black Ops Two pre-sales have already surpassed Black Ops One Activision. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you, you put those two together. <laughs> so I kept reading, well, but yeah. yeah so they, you know, the pre-sales have just blew past Black for, Ops One. For those of you who don't know, um, we talked about last podcast that most likely it was Black Ops Two that was going to be announced, and it was. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, pre-order. There you go. And Activision has hired 300 people for Black Ops 2. Okay. So, That's the good. Know. I mean, I know they just hi- fired a lot of people after Black Ops 1 came out. So, yeah. Or no, Modern Warfare 3. Yeah. They were supposed to get a bonus or some bullshit and then said... That's Activision for you. <laughs> All right. So, um, I'm a little excited about this next one, and I, I know Patrick didn't seem as excited. Uh, but Which I figured any chance for him to play Kratos, he'd be jumping on it. But the PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale oh. has been announced. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm looking at any reason. I mean, that's why do you think I bought two Mortal Kombat's, one for 360 and one for the PS3, just so I could play Kratos? Yeah. Here's the thing. Now I'm, I'm just saying, it's gonna be, you know, okay, cool. I can play as Kratos again, but just some of the characters you look at. Yeah. Who's gonna really go up against Kratos? Well, according. Okay, to, you said Sweet Tooth. Well, according to Giant Bomb. Um, uh, the announced characters are Kratos, Sweet Tooth, Sly Cooper, um, uh, Parappa the Rappa, uh, 
Colonel Mayo Radic from Killzone and Fat Princess from the Fat Princess game. Um, and Sony has uh, hinted that it might not only be uh, first-party fighters. They're, they're talking about other third-party uh, cast members. Um, yeah. So I'm actually looking forward to it. Um, and jokingly, I'm just going to read through some of the funny ones that Giant Bomb, I, I kind of told you guys before this, but uh, one of the um, joke characters that they said would be in this game is the uh, system update for PS3, and it says, uh, you play as a sentient, partially completed progress bar whose sole ability is to slow down time who, to an excruciating crawl. All the players on the field eventually die from of boredom, of course, making fun of the slow download and up, uh, update times. The other, should, oh, go ahead. the other one is um, Anonymous, an unplayable boss character that appears as a swarm of V for Vendetta masks and immediately disconnects you from the PlayStation Network. You won't be able to reconnect your console online until you, you beat them. Fortunately, they're all malnourished and out of shape due to their constant computer use, so you pretty much just have to hit them once and win. It's actually kind of anticlimactic. Oh, how about um, uh, what's it called? Um, they should have a hacker. That's anonymous, yeah. Oh, that's the you're anonymous. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to the game. Um, like I told Patrick, I might 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 be a reason for me to dust off my PlayStation. And as Patrick, well, you can see, my uh, console area is pretty dusty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we were talking about this on Nergasm, and it's like. I mean, it's not like Sony has a shitload of first, per, first, uh, pri- you know, first party. No, I mean that. Is, yeah, like um, what's the word I'm looking? Licensed characters. Yeah, first party. Yeah. I feel like yeah. So like Nintendo, like you were saying earlier, like you were also saying like I was saying like look at the powers. Like in, you know, like okay, yeah, Sweet Tooth. Okay, I can understand he has guns and stuff like that. Okay. But Kratos and Sweet Tooth are gonna be like the most powerful people in the whole game. Yeah. Um, I mean, like you you were bringing up about Smash Brothers, but I mean, if you really look at it, like okay, Kirby maybe didn't have a lot. He had a couple moves, but he can steal people's moves. Yeah. You know, and then uh, each of them it, it just it balanced out perfectly. In the first couple of games, but in the, in Brawl, they really had characters that uh, shouldn't be fighting each other. I mean, like come on. Who? Well, any of the. Uh, Either I forgot their names now. Any of the uh, Fire Emblem characters, they were they should they should never been in that game. If if you're gonna say well they're they're too powerful because they they were too powerful. They're like yeah, you know. Link can take them all. Up. Well, and that's the thing. Link probably could fight them, but <laughs> and Link is overpowered compared to a lot of the other characters too. But I mean, you know, it just all. Well, it actually it was it was overpowered. Pikachu was on the roster. He technically beat everyone. Actually, yeah, he was. I don't know if it was... Was that Brawl? Are you being serious? Because I know it was one of the two that Pikachu was... No, I'm just joking. Pikachu was voted one, the uh, toughest character in either the, the Brawl or the one before it. Melee, or Star Fox, baby. Star Fox is awesome. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, and then, like, like there you go. Like I just said, Sony also hinted that there may be some uh, third-party characters, too. Well, it's... I mean, this, this game's more like a party game. It's not like a story or anything where it's like, oh, my God, you know, Pikachu just killed Mario, like... That shouldn't happen. Well, see, that's the thing to me, too, though, is that the, I think that all these guys, Nintendo, Sega, Xbox, or Microsoft, whatever, Sony, they, they just need to get over themselves and do a cross-platform awesome. game. It would be because awesome. It, and they, it doesn't have to be like, oh, oh the, never mind. What? I was, I was thinking of Sonic, but then I'm like, oh, yeah, they don't have a company anymore. anymore. Yeah. But so what I'm saying is, is like, 
you know, if they balance out all the characters, like I said, they they, they could do that, you know. Yeah. And and it would just be awesome, but you know, yeah, it, licensing it, it, and it won't happen right stuck now. Up dumb fucks. It won't happen until corporate bastards. It won't happen until and then they'll put Kratos in there and you'll still get mad. Like, I well, basically Mario can't be Kratos. It won't happen. <laughs> in, it won't happen unless you. They, it comes down to the fact that uh, they they make consoles open source, meaning anybody can make a console and play your games. At that point, there'll be the super consoles that can play all systems games, and then it'll be kind of like uh, the companies themselves are more just software instead of hardware, and then then you'll get into more cross platforms. I don't know, but you know. That's that's uh, one prediction for the future of video games anyway, so we'll see. And our last story for the evening there, Patrick. Well, uh, Valve says they have nothing to show at E3. Well, like they, it's like you think that the biggest gaming, you know, you come up with something. Yeah, but you know what? I, they, are all, they are the company that's, that kind of, they're kind of like Blizzard as in, they say, well, we'll come out with something when we come out with it. Yeah. You know? Well, and they've made so much money off of Half-Life, they could afford to kind of just... And off of uh, Steam. <laughs> yeah, well, they could kind of just afford to... Left 4 Dead. That's true, that's Valve too, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, and I mean all the Portal games and stuff too, but I mean, they're, you know, like you were saying, like Blizzard, where they have enough capital where if they want to spend an extra year on a game, they yeah. can and Blizzard really takes advantage of that. Yeah, or, you know, in this case where there's, like, a debatable console, you know, with them and Apple and stuff now. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's all these little things, giant projects are working on that, you know, they could take as long as they want on it, really. And they're also a big enough company that they don't need to use E3 to announce their things, yeah. you know. If, if they came out tomorrow with a press conference saying that they're announcing a console, it's going to get known within minutes around the world, you know. Yeah. I still... Um Still, uh, what's it called? I'm surprised we haven't heard anything about like a Left 4 Dead 3 or something. Oh, yeah. That's because, I mean, I know there's no way that franchise is dead. No, We're at the peak of fucking zombie apocalyptic And they came mayhem. out with one, uh, two right after one. A year. Uh, they were actually, not like, only in the year. Yeah. Are you sure it was a year? Yeah, because uh, it was, uh, Left 4 Dead 2 was supposed to be a uh, $40 DLC, or uh, expansion pack for Left 4 Dead 1. But they ended up uh, adding two ex- two extra maps or one extra map and putting it out as a full fledged game. And like Frank yeah, was, was just saying, yeah, I remember a lot of people complaining. About it was it, it was uh, just over a year, like thirteen months or something like that. And I, I think they even came out with like DLC for like the first one, like right before they had number two. Yeah, that's after. right. I think they came oh, out after. Right. Well, yeah. no, they had one. The one that came out after was the one because they had DLC that came out for Left 4 Dead 2, which was the. The passing, yeah, and the pass. I think it was the passing, and that was the one where you ran into the character from Left 4 Dead One. Yeah. So then, after a while, a little while after that came out, they came out with the Left 4 Dead One, which was the sacrifice, um, to show how they the well they didn't really show how they got there. They just ended up in New Orleans, and but showed how they got to the part where because they were up on a bridge, and the other the characters from Left 4 Dead Two had to get to that bridge and, and that showed how they got there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. But yeah, it was kind of a quick turnaround on that one. I, I just recall there being a lot of complaints about it. But then, uh, and, um, I mean, Valve basically came out and said with that, I mean, it's an old story, but just to close it off, they came out and said, hey, would you have rather paid for DLC or more con- a lot more content 
uh, and paid full price, and everyone was like, well, okay, I guess. <laughs> and they're like, plus we're Valve, so screw <laughs> Basically. <you. laughs> so that's it for news stories this week. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I will have uh, the Elder Scroll epic trailer, title trailer, <laughs> and the new screenshots um, posted on the show notes. Um, let's get into week five's versus results. Well, um, it was actually a pretty close match, um, at least as far as the poll was concerned. Um, but with for the winner uh, for week five is uh, Sonic the Hedgehog yeah, yeah. with 55% of the votes. Go Sonic! Go Sonic! And with this one, it was another one where you could kind of see it going either way. Mm-hmm. I mean, Snake has his weapons and everything, but then Sonic could, you know, just go crazy. You know, he could go really, really fast. Um, um, and of course, if he went to what was it? Su- uh, chaos, supersonic mode. Super Sonic. Supersonic. Oh yeah. Um, where you know he's just moving so fast, it's just kind of something that you can't overcome. As long as Sol- Solid Snake. as long as Solid Snake didn't try to go in any water, Sonic would have won. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, pretty close match. Uh, Sonic pulled it off for this. And week. your guys' votes were? I vote for Sonic. I just the speed alone, I think would. Would, would do it. Yeah. What about you, Frank? I, I went with Sonic myself, actually. Yeah, I went for Sonic, too. So it was a unanimous on our uh, end. Um, first time? Yeah, first time in a long time since... First time this tournament, definitely. Um, yeah, so there you go. Your winner is Sonic the Hedgehog by um, 10%. 10%. And, um, so yeah, for uh, week six now, uh, we have... First off, we have. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> First off, we have Spider Man. Um, his comic book debut was August 1962 in uh, the comic book Amazing Fantasy number 15. His video game debut was Quest Probe Spider Man. I, I mean, you guys remember this playing this oh. one like hours upon oh, hours and hours yeah. and hours. And this game came out in 1978. And it was available for the Apple II, the Commodore 64, and the PC, and several other consoles back then. That was actually the time where a lot of uh, computers were actually set up as consoles. Um, I believe it was like the Spectrum II. There's a whole list of consoles it was on, but it was a lot of different PC platforms, pretty much. Um, And um, Quest Probe was actually um, a graphical adventure. It wasn't quite like the text ones where you just type... uh, you know, walk forward or pick up the lamp uh-huh. or whatever. Um, it was like that gameplay-wise, but it actually did have pictures for when you did um, choose stuff. So it was almost like a choose-your-own-adventure, except with the ability to do more specific things. Cool. Um, and um, uh, overall, Spider-Man's been in several uh, video games. Um, he's actually... The, the ones that actually kind of got my interest were when he started uh, when they started the 3D Spider-Man games uh, for me it was um, kind of what got me into it was when they had the started with the, the Spider-Man the movie the game and I believe the Spider-Man before that was when they started the 3D games um, I don't know if you could recall Patrick uh, I think Spider-Man 2 was the first 3D game yeah I could be wrong and, uh, well <laughs> I can't. I don't know if Ultimate Spider-Man came out prior or to Spider-Man Two or not. But um, but Ultimate Spider-Man for for 
PlayStation for PlayStation Two was freaking awesome. Yeah. I and um. I, I let me just. I just want to say real quick. One of my favorite games uh, with Spider-Man in it was the Spider-Man X-Men Arcade's Revenge on the SNES and Genesis. I play that one. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. There was also one on Genesis. I don't remember what it was called right now. Maximum Carnage? That oh. one was good, too. No, it was before Maximum Carnage. <laughs> I know um, they also had two on PlayStation 1. Um, it was, you, know, you know what? The 3D might have started on PlayStation 1. But it just wasn't, you know, it was obviously more yeah. blocky. It wasn't really through the city, though. The, the, yeah. but they, but the, the one, Spider-Man... Um, Something Electro, Inner Electro. Okay, yeah. Is I that know on Genesis? Out. Yeah. No, that was I on PlayStation that One. Oh. That that game was really good too. Um, and then uh, last year, they came out with um, Edge of Time. Yeah. That was you know that was another good one. Uh, I think one of the good ones they came out with in the past couple of years was um, Web of Shadows. Yeah. That one was, you know, going through the city. You had you were attacked by uh, Venom and, and a bunch of symbionts, and then also a bunch of heroes and villains got uh, transformed into the, with the symbionts, and you had to fight them. And, and you also had side missions and stuff to do on that one too. Well, along with um, all his own his own games, where it was you know solely featuring him, he's also been in a lot of uh, appearances in fighting games and. Um, several of the other Marvel games and whatnot, um, and you know he actually has uh, the, ama- the Amazing Spider-Man coming uh, in within a month or two, yep. uh, June 26, uh, 2012 for the Xbox 360. Um, one side note as far as um, this character's uh, video game appearances, uh, I want to say it's probably been one of the more successful um, uh, characters as far as when it comes to video games. There's been a lot of uh, characters who have had, you know, who have made the crossover from some other media, be it, you know, comics or movies uh-huh. to video games, and it was usually a, not a great transition. Yeah. Um, but uh, this has been one of, he's, he's probably had one of the more stable um, uh, franchises for uh, characters uh, entering the video game spectrum. But, um, now more on the, the character himself. Uh, he has uh, superhuman speed, strength, agility, endurance. Uh, he has the ability to cling to most surfaces. He could shoot webs. He has a spider sense where he kind of could tell if something's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> it tingles. Uh, he could kind of tell if something's happening or tell where something is. Right before, is. yeah. Yeah. Um, he's uh, experienced in hand-to-hand fighting. He's actually pretty intelligent. Mm-hmm. And he has an ability to heal. Um, so, I mean, overall, he's a pretty decent fighter, and he's actually had a pretty uh, decent uh, existence in the video game. Yeah. He also, he's also his webs, too, that he can use his webs as uh, not just to, you know, stick someone. He can wrap them up. He can grab items and, and you know, fling them. He can also use them to uh, make, um, like, a whole spider webs. Not just you know, you know what I mean, like a whole actual web. Yeah. And also do different things with them, like parachutes, make, make shields, shields. Yeah. He could even uh, ball them up, and because the webs are pretty strong. Too, like so a web, like a bullet, yeah, like a web ball, or no. what are those things called? Well, he. Well, I was saying he could make them like it's gloves. Fist. Oh yeah, that too. Web yeah. Fist. Because they're. I mean, shooting strong. like a like like how the police might shoot like a rubber bullet. Oh. Something like that, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. at a caliber. And yeah. if there's a beer across the uh, bar, he can <laughs> bring that right to him. I mean, that's that's talent. It's pretty convenient. Yeah. 
But um, overall, he's a, a pretty strong oh, yeah. fighter. And um, it's also tattooed on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> and the other uh, combatant we have for this week is uh, Master Chief. Yeah. Uh, he first debuted in Halo Combat Evolved in November in November night. Sorry, November fifteenth, two thousand one. Um, he's had a long series of his own Halo games where he's been the star. And he actually has Halo 4 coming out December 2012. Uh, so he's still in the video game really, even though it was supposedly supposed to end. <laughs> oh yeah, like we said, the whole thing with that too is, yeah, we're, we're done. Um, Halo 3 was the last one. Oh, here comes Halo... Uh, Halo what was it? Halo Wars. Oh, here comes Halo ODST. Oh, here comes Halo Reach. Well, now we're done. They, they did say that Halo 3 would be the last uh, story of Master Chief. And, but yeah, I know. What no, you're they said last Halo. Either way, Either way you know, they they uh, they fringed on the last Halo term, and then when everyone's like, oh, well, they said only like like last uh, Master Chief game, so that's why why it makes sense. All the other ones are coming out, and that's like Halo Four with Master Chief. Yeah. Like what? Like that's Microsoft. You guys, though. I, I mean, you, you could you could put it in this way, as far as his combat prowess, a whole entire development team, all his creators could say he's done. And he's still not yeah, done. He, he, he will not just go away. So no one could stop him. <laughs> oh, I know someone who can stop him. <laughs> but um, anyway, as far as for his abilities, um, he has cyber uh, cybernetic implants that actually make him stronger. Uh, one thing I was actually thinking about where you could uh, kind of see it in the game, but then it's actually kind of silly because I think anyone in the game could <laughs> Is you know if your uh, warthog uh, flips up upside down or your little uh, I forgot what those little ghost. flying vehicles are ghost or, flips over or tank um, or yeah he could just uh, walk over and flip like it over hand too yeah and um, as far as I know vehicles are pretty pretty heavy yeah I would think yeah. so at least a few especially times. A, a military vehicle with weapons and armor and everything I mean you know I'd have to imagine you know four thousand. At least, yeah. And anyway, you could flip that over with with one uh, hand. It's like, fuck it. Um, (laughs) And um, as far as his training, he started training uh, at the age of 16 with the United Nations Space Command, the UNSE. Um, He was picked out of uh, hundreds out of the Spartan program uh, because he was considered the best um, of the group too, and then and that's why he, he was uh, given his cybernetic implants and whatnot. Um, he's a marksman. He's a master of many weapons. He could pilot many vehicles. I mean, if you think about it in real life terms, it's, we're so used to all these games where you could just jump in any vehicle and pilot it. But you know, that's technically, it's it's a little. It's, it is kind of hard to just jump in a tank and you know, or alien own, or, aircraft. Yeah, yeah, and just you know, oh no, it's cool. I got it. I I learned how to fly this too. <laughs> Um, so he, um, you know, has the ability to pilot many vehicles, uh, so he's, uh, you know, intelligent in that sense. Um, and, um, I mean, overall, I mean, he also has good leadership skills, which doesn't, I guess, doesn't really count in one-on-one. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, overall, he's a soldier. He's, uh, stronger than most people, you know, just a review. You could shoot weapons and pilot vehicles. Yeah. And, um... He also has like the ability. Uh, he has his shields and whatnot. Different things that have been given to him over the, the series. Oh yeah, especially um, I mean in the uh, three. Yeah, I guess it would be three. What, 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 what? He had the. He couldn't go invisible. That was that was just in reach, right? 
When Halo 3, he had the... That was in reach, yeah. Halo 3 had the one where you could throw it down and the globe thing went over him and he was... Yeah. And you can shoot out of it, but you can't shoot it. That's yeah. the stupidest thing. I can't... Sh- I can shoot it. Right? The bullets won't go through, but if I walked up to it, I could just walk yeah. through it. Well, that's like the the whole uh, Star Wars thing, too. Or, yeah, in the third movie. The domes went over, and they they could... Sh- they, it, all the bullets down on top, but oh. they could walk right through it. Yeah. But the, the cybernetic implant things that could help him with cars, that was that was completely understandable. <laughs> <laughs> I know how we're debating such <laughs> No, I'm just, ki- I'm just kidding, but there's always like that debate with those kind of things. But, um, so yeah, um, so yeah, for week six we have Spider-Man and Master Chief. That's going to be an interesting one. It'll be up, uh, well, no use telling you it'll be up later tonight because this comes out way later. So, uh, yeah, it'll be up right now. Go vote, and as always, you can go to our website and uh, vote on the right side. Uh, did you want to do a recap of the past weeks, Frank? Yeah, um, just a real quick in review, um, since we're, we're already now in week six, um, you know, if you think about it, it's technically been about a month and a half since we started. Um, just a versus a review of the previous results. Uh, week one, we had Batman beating Pikachu with, 40, with 54% of the vote. He beat the shit out of Pikachu. <laughs> Week two, uh, we had Cloud Strife beating Sub Zero with 60% of the Still vote. Still think that was a mess up. <laughs> Week uh, three, we had Jill Valentine beating Mario with 62%. Of I agree vote. with that one. Yeah, that one was good though. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I ended up voting Jill, but Mario was close. <laughs> Uh, week four, we had uh, Marcus Phoenix beating Jin Kazama with 70% of the He changed vote. all the shit out of that I bastard. I agree with that one. <laughs> and, uh, and then just recently, with week five, we had Sonic beating Solid Snake with 55%. Another, another good one. I think it could have gone either way, but like Patrick said earlier, I think the speed was definitely Sonic's advantage. He left yeah. Snake in the dust. <laughs> all right, yeah. so that's it for uh, the versus results and uh, this week's versus in the review. So... That's it for our podcast this week. Um, you know, another semi-short. We're at about oh, a little under an hour. Um, it's nice to have Frank and Patrick technically all back in the same studio. I mean, I see Frank. I mean, I, no, I see Patrick semi-often, but not Frank. So, yeah, it's nice. Uh, hopefully, we hopefully can get one more recorded before Frank goes back. Yeah. Um, so that's about it. Uh, oh, it's all on you, Mr. Busy Man. Well, yeah, I, I can't really record during the week anymore. Well, I might be able to do this week with him here. All right, so, yeah, don't forget, send us an email at kbgt04 at gmail.com. You can uh, go to our web cage. Web cage? Uh, Hello, sorry. web cage. <laughs> web page at kbgtpodcast.com. <laughs> oh, yeah, dot com. <laughs> Facebook.com slash KVGT Podcast. Uh, my Twitter is KVGT Jeremy. Patrick's Twitter is Big Solo Six Four. And the page or the podcast Twitter is at KVGT Podcast. As always, I'd like to thank the Nerdgasm Network at nerdgasmnetwork.com, Troy at extraplay.info, Super Budget Brothers at superbudgetbrothers.com. Which uh, again, Nathan, thanks for getting back to me finally. I mean, I know it's been about a week and a half, but. Uh, RPG Weekly, Ryan and... I mean, Ryan, wow. I'm off tonight. Jeff over at RPG Weekly, <laughs> RPGweekly.com, and the No Quarters Podcast at, of course, NoQuarters.net. Wow, that's the worst um, out we've had. 
Anyway, all right, everyone have a good weekend or week. Jeez, I keep screwing up. <laughs> Goodbye, folks. Yes. <laughs> all right, that's it. I'm done.